If we can begin with the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha. On this first night of Shahr Ramadan, if we can recite a salawat in honor of the awaited Savior of humanity, Imam Al Mahdi, Ajjalallahu Ta'ala Faraj al Sharif. A'udhu Billahi Min Ash Shaitan Ar Rajim. Bismillahi Ar Rahman Ar Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah alladhi hadana lihada wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wal-mursaleen Khatamin nabiyyin Sayyidin al-mumajjad bashirin al-musaddaq Al-Mustafa al-amjad mahmud al-ahmad abil qasimi muhammad Wa ala ahli baytihi tayyibin al-tahirin al-ma'asumin ولعنة الله على الظالمين من الأولين والآخرين أما بعد فكقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه المجيد وفرقانه الحميد وقوله الحق بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس تأمرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وتؤمنون بالله ولو آمن أهل الكتاب لكان خيرا لهم منهم المؤمنون وأكثرهم الفاسقون آمن بالله صدق الله العلي العظيم صلوا على محمد وآل محمد Awaited Savior of Humanity, Imam Al-Mahdi alayhi salam, my respected teachers, elders, brothers and sisters, Salamu alaykum jami'an wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. On this first night in which we are entering and celebrating the holy month of Ramadan, we extend our congratulations to the whole ummah, for this is a period of great spirituality and revival for all of us, and therefore it is useful for us, for us to think about what we want to achieve in this month and tonight as we begin our fasts as we begin our entrance into this blessed month to reflect on what our aspirations are and to chart those out so that when the end of the month comes inshallah we have achieved all the things that we hope to achieve what makes a community successful and similarly what makes a community fail this is one of the central themes of the Holy Quran whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala charts out for us numerous different communities and the reasons for their success and the reasons for their failure when one approaches the Holy Quran there are a number of different styles and methodologies one may take what is very popular in the period of time in which we live in is what is known as tafsir mawdu'i or tadabbur mawdu'i and that is to take a particular topic or one theme and bring together all of the verses regarding that one particular topic and to place them in an order which allows us to behold the entirety of the picture of that one topic if you imagine when you have a jigsaw puzzle the puzzle may be 50 pieces the puzzle may be a thousand pieces but if you have all of the different pieces in a random order 
it is difficult for a person to be able to behold the picture. But when the pieces are put into the right order and you connect them in the right way, you will begin to see certain pictures are formed. Sometimes you will be able to create a picture in this part of the puzzle. This part of the puzzle, however, still remains a little bit broken, not pieced together. Once you put all of the pictures, all of the pieces into their right place, you can behold the entirety of the picture of that jigsaw puzzle. In the same way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout his Qur'an has mentioned so many different topics and it requires a person to be able to systemically pick out those verses put them together in the right order in order to see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that one particular topic our topic over these 10 nights insha'Allah will be to ask how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speak about successful communities and what are the components that make a successful community also in order for us to understand success we also need to understand its opposite we also need to understand failure as well and so we will be looking inshallah at the rise and fall of successful communities the rise and fall of communities as mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the purpose of course is for you and I to think about our own community how do we wish to make it successful what are the barometers of success in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also we find so often that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about failing and successing successful communities often in terms of failing communities he speaks about their ending about their destruction and so a community no matter what size no matter how strong no matter how powerful every community goes through peaks and troughs but also some communities flourish and other communities end up losing their place over a period of time how many times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks in the Quran have you not seen the end of this community how many an empire was stronger than your own civilization but ended up failing and going by the wayside. We want to be able to understand what makes a successful community and that will be our topic inshallah over these 10 nights. This topic of what makes a successful community or the rise and fall of civilizations is a topic that Western scholars have taken in abundance. I'm going to mention just a few because we'll be bringing them up, we'll be looking at their views as well because this topic is a huge topic within history and historians have tried to understand why civilizations, why empires succeed and why empires fail. And some of the scholars I'll mention and just mention some points before we go into tonight's topic inshallah and start talking about the introduction of our series. For example, Bernard Lewis a historian who was very anti-Muslim but Bernard Lewis looks at the fall of the Ottoman civilization and why that empire collapsed we have a scholar by the name of Nicholas Hager and actually Hager's view is unique because he looks at the rise of civilization through the lens of religion and how religion made civilizations successful this is important because most of the time when we think about our civilization 
We think of civilization as secularized, separated from God. Whereas this scholar looks at successful civilizations in light of religion itself. Arnold J. Toynbee arguably is the most famous historian that has looked at the rise and fall of civilizations and wrote a dozen volumes on this particular topic. There also was another scholar uh, who has written something very funny, very interesting, by the name of Hannah Rosen, and she writes a book and she says, End of Man. End of Man, Rise of Women. So she looks at the idea of civilizations changing over a time in terms of gender. We will have to look at some of these great scholars as well. Where we will be looking at, inshallah, in our series, we'll be focused primarily on the Quranic ayat. And in terms of this topic, there are more than 100 different ayat that speak about the rise and fall of civilizations. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this, he mentions in the Holy Quran, in Surah Talaq, chapter number 65 of the Quran, verse number 8. He states, وَكَأَيِّنْ مِنْ قَرْنٍ And how many a different community atat amru rabbiha That the command of Allah has come to it. How many a community? One of the commentators speaking about this language, he says, كَأَيِّنْ in the Arabic language, speaks about even the smallest of the communities. You'll notice in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes speaks about communities in its hundreds of thousands. For example, Banu Israel, according to some of our ahadith, had 750,000 people in it. A huge community. And you know how often Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the story of Banu Israel in the Quran. That's the largest of communities as an example. How many small, tiny communities have we actually spoken about as well? In the idea that whether you are the smallest of community or the largest of communities, the most powerful of empires in the world that has existed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will speak to you about the components that will make you successful and make us, na'udhu billah, fail as a community, as a society, as a nation, and so on and so forth. We've got some verses inshallah, and we're going to start by talking about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces this topic across the Quran and how he begins to speak about the various different communities. Now, by way of introduction, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about communities at multiple different levels in multiple different ways. For example, we'll come to these verses in the introductory nights. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about communities and their outcomes, both those that have been destroyed and those that are successful. This is one way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about communities. Another way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about communities is not in terms of their outcome, but in terms of giving them sifat, in terms of giving them qualities. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes in the Quran says, Bal antum qawmun musrifun. Bal antum qawmun a'idun. Bal antum qawmun tajhalun. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us qualities of those communities. At other times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the mithaq, 
the particular covenant that he made with those communities as a way to understand that by virtue of me making a covenant with you I expect you to fulfill A, B and C that we have made a promise to him so here these are different ways and we will look at all of these different verses in fact in the night of Qadr on the 23rd of Shahr Ramadan we recite Surah Al-Rum the chapter which is dedicated to the Roman Empire this chapter speaks about the rise and fall of civilization as one whole chapter dedicated to this topic we will also look at Surah Al-Rum as well inshallah and see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of this the first thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeks to do in the Quran is to humble us and to say irrespective of the size of your community the wealth of your community the standing of your community don't think that this topic is something that is beyond you and there are multiple verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts by saying do you not think about those communities that were even greater than yours even stronger than yours and he begins to tell us not to forget this topic that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this consistently within the Quran so we brought some of these verses by way of introduction and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala consistently speaks about those communities that were even stronger than ourselves chapter number 6 verse number 6 Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alam yaraw kam ahlakna min qablihim min qarnim makkannahum fil ard مَا لَمْ نُمَكِّنْ لَكُمْ وَأَرْسَلْنَا السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِدْرَارًا وَجَعَلْنَا الْأَنْهَارَ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهِمْ فَأَهْلَكْنَاهُمْ بِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَأَنْشَأْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ قَرْنًا آخِرِينَ Do you not consider? Now here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying أَلَمْ يَرَوْ Do you not see? This means do you not reflect? Do you not take into consideration? How many a generation, how many a community we have destroyed before them, whom we had established in the earth. Whom established them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established them. Having Allah been the one to establish them, He says, how many of those who I have established did we end up destroying? So even by Allah's establishing a community, it is not safe nor is it protected at the end of the day. It can still go through downfall. It can still go through peaks and troughs. How many did we establish in the earth? As we have not established you, have we not also established you in the earth? Have we not made your community successful? Have we not made your community thrive? But do you not consider what happened to those communities before you? What happened? And we sent down clouds pouring of rain on them in abundance. What destroyed them? Their nature. The nature of their surroundings destroyed them. Did you not see that we sent clouds pouring with rain on them in abundance? And we made rivers to flow beneath them. Then we destroyed them on account of their faults and raised up after them another generation. We gave to them blessings. We gave to them abundance of rain. And we're going to talk about this inshallah. Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often says we gave them an abundance of rain, we gave to them their blessings, and then we destroyed them with another generation coming after. Next verse, inshaAllah. Chapter number 19, Surah Maryam, verse number 74. 
Again, asking how many communities before you, even those stronger than you, have gone through this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وَكَمْ أَحْلَكْنَا قَبْلَهُمْ مِنْ قَرْنٍ هُمْ أَحْسَنُ أَثَاثًا How many a generation have we destroyed before their time? A people who surpassed them in material power and in outward show. This was a community, how many a community had surpassed you in power and outward show. They had all of this wealth. They looked like they were so strong and established. But they were destroyed before their own time. Next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in chapter number 50, verse number 36. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. And how many a people have we destroyed before those who denied the truth? A people greater, mightier than their own. But when our chastisement befell them, they became wanderers on the face of the earth, seeking no more than a place of refuge. Think about that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, you were established on the earth. You were greater than the other generations, than the other communities before. But when the chastisement fell, you became wanderers. You didn't have anywhere to stay. You became not nomadic, but you were travelers in the community looking to establish yourselves again. What did you do? You looked for nothing more than a place of refuge. It's true, isn't it? We have many a refugee community, sadly, that all they seek is just a place to stay. Just a place where they can call themselves home again. Whereas previously had homes, had communities, expanded. Now the thing that they seek is even the most basic of right of a place of establishment and home. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this in the Quran as an introduction. To say what? To say that your community may be powerful, strong, wealthy, have great people within it. But don't forget that every other community has already gone past. One of the things we're going to do in these coming nights, inshallah, is look specifically at the community of the Holy Prophet of Islam, Rasulullah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Not only are we going to look at the past communities, and those that were great, and those that fell, we also have to look at the rise and the fall of the Ummah of the Holy Prophet of Islam at his time. It is very interesting. If you notice that certain ayat show us peaks and troughs at the time of the Prophet himself. When the Prophet started his mission in Arabia, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would tell them as a community that this community of yours in Arabia prior to the establishment of prophethood, they are wandering blindly in their intoxications. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would say to them, La amruka. They're just blunder, wandering blindly in their intoxicated states. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals another verse. And this verse is the one that we started with in the Arabic khutbah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al Imran, verse number 110, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Kuntum khayla ummatin nas. You are the best of people that have been heralded for mankind. The same community, the same people from Arabia were here being lambasted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Then after a few years with the presence of the Holy Prophet of Islam, with the presence of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises them and said, you have become the best of communities that have ever been established. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals a few more verses. And this is so interesting and we're going to come in detail to this insha'Allah. And you'll find that at the time of the Holy Prophet, there were verses which told the community that if you wanted to do something, you would be able to take on a thousand believe, a thousand of the enemies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, for example, in chapter number 8, verse number 65, that if there are 20 of you, then you would be able to overcome 200 of your enemies. The very next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in chapter 8, verse number 66, He said, if there are a hundred of you, then you would be able to overcome two hundred of your enemies. Think about that. In the first verse, how many? What was the ratio? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that if there are one hundred of you, you will be able to overcome even a thousand Whereas in the next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if there are 100 of you, you will only be able to overcome 200. In one verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the ratio is so high, you can defeat so many. In the next verse, he reduces the ratio, you can only defeat a fewer number of people. Why? What happened to that community that in one verse, Allah would say you can do this, and in the next verse, you can do this. What changes within a community and as the outcome of that, the potentiality of the community is so much reduced. Or the other way around, by doing something so small, by fulfilling the covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the potentiality of a community can be taken to here. This inshaAllah will be our topic over these 10 nights to be able to look at the rise and the fall of civilizations and inshallah you and I through these ayat will be able to chart out the way in which we want to make our community successful inshallah walhamdulillah rabbal alameen wa sallallahumma ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina muhammad wa alihi tahirin